back to Tears for Fears, where we get you over your fear of playing the Tears Contest on DraftKings. I'm your host, Megan Schaup, and you can follow me on Twitter at Megzo8DFS. And even though I had a brutal week two, I am very excited to be joining you all to talk about week three Tears Contest. But before we get started, a couple quick reminders. First, like this episode. Of course, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. And leave me a comment and tell me who is your favorite quarterback in Tier 1. I'm having a little trouble deciding. And of course, check out our sponsors at Run the Sims. Run the Sims is a brand new fantasy tool site that's going to be helping us make our tiers decisions all season long. In this episode, we're going to take a look back at Week 2 and the good, bad, and very ugly. And we're going to look ahead and make our core plays and fades for Week 3 and go tier by tier. So let's get right to it. First, let's take a brief look at the data from the large field flea flicker contest. We can use this to find more edges against our competition. We're looking right now at my weekly article on Run the Sims, which will be published every Wednesday. But a couple quick points when looking at the top 1% of lineups. Again, sub 15% owned players were played by the top 1% of lineups way more often in tiers 5 through 8. So that's where we're looking for ownership leverage. Second, I discussed how in tiers 3, 4, 5, six, seven, and eight, I'm going to be heavy on wide receiver to chase that ceiling. Well, Derek Henry broke that this week, but that's still generally going to be my focus because as you can see, most of the ceiling plays in these tiers were wide receivers. Finally, let's look at what the field did in rostering running backs versus wide receivers in those tiers. It's just a three to 8% difference of expected ownership to actual ownership for running backs versus wide receivers. So at this point, I'm going to continue to be way overweight the field and playing wide receivers in those tiers and trying to chase that ceiling. So how did I do so poorly in tiers week two? Despite recommending seven of the eight players in the winning lineup and getting some good ownership on some good players in tiers five through eight, I made some major mistakes. Number one, the Derrick Henry fade. He literally lapped the field by three times in tier three. Number two, in tier eight, I didn't rotate my players enough. I was playing a lot of Rob Gronkowski, great play. Um, Brandon Cooks, great play. Jarvis Landry, got hurt. Well, that's just bad variance. However, I kept going to Jarvis Landry a lot more often, which was crushing lineups. In tiers, it's as much about avoiding landmines and reaching those smash plays, and I didn't do either there. Number three. I was always going to Vikings players when I was playing Kyler Murray to force a game stack. Well, the Vikings players, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, were in Tier 6. You know who else was in Tier 6? Cooper Cup. So forcing that game stack was a huge mistake. Number four, another game stack I loved was the Cowboys-Chargers game, and I was way too invested in that game. In Tier 4, I liked Tyler Lockett a lot. However, unless I was playing Russell Wilson, I always seemed to go to a Dallas receiver. And so I was forcing in Dallas and Cowboys and Chargers players way too often. So as Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman would say, big mistake, huge. But you know what? We're going to bury the lineups and move on to week three. In tier one, we have Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Russell Wilson. Now for these first few tiers when there's only four to five players, if you're running a lot of lineups and you don't want to fade anyone, I get it. Believe me, last week I wish I would have hedged and had a little exposure to Derrick Henry. So it really depends on how many lineups you're running to make that decision where you, whether you just want to have a little exposure or fade a player. So 
But with that said, in tier one, my core plays are Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and I am fading Lamar Jackson. I'm not denying Lamar Jackson's talent, but I do see an ownership leverage spot here. And no, it's not because Ravens fans drive me nuts here in Baltimore. Here's why. He hasn't thrown for 300 plus yards since the 2019 season. He plays in a low passing volume offense and rarely attempts over 30 passes a game. He's passed for three touchdowns just four times in the last 19 games. And he usually rushes for 100 or more yards in very close games, Sunday night being the perfect example. Basically, when he's a heavy favorite, those are not typically his ceiling performances. So I'm not going to jump on when he's most likely going to be the high zone quarterback in this tier. And I really like the other three quarterbacks in this tier and we'll be rotating them. But based on the Run the Sims rangefinder tool, Mahomes has the highest upside and win rate. So I'm putting Patrick Mahomes in tier one. In tier two, we have Tyler Lockett, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, and Dalvin Cook. There are actually more wide receivers than workhorse running backs in tier two this week, which is a new wrinkle. But my core plays are Henry, Hill, Lockett, and Cook and I'm fading or having low exposure to Hopkins. With Hopkins, Kyler Murray is spraying the ball around more this season, and I don't know that they're gonna need a ceiling game being such heavy, heavy favorites against the Jaguars. I'm still leaning workhorse running backs in tier two, so I love Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook is on the injury report and hasn't practiced this week, but I'm sure he'll play, and I really think he can put it all together this week. But Derrick Henry's getting targets now. And if Derrick Henry's gained targets, that makes me like him most in this tier yet again. So Henry is my tier two play. In tier three, we have Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Stefan Diggs, and Alvin Kamara. Again, in this tier, I'm focusing on receiver. So my core plays are Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, and Stefan Diggs. I'm fading Alvin Kamara and we'll just have a sprinkle of Waller. Against the Belichick defense, I'm not going to force Kamar here, and I don't think Waller will need his typical volume as a favorite against the Dolphins with a backup quarterback. I really love all of Kelsey, Cup, and Diggs, and I'm going to rotate all of them. But when you put them all into the Run the Sims rangefinder tool, Cup smashes the other two. So for Tier 3, Cooper Cup is the play. In Tier 4, we have Terry McLaurin, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, and DK Metcalf. Again, I'm fading the running back here in Nick Chubb. Despite his efficiency and talent, it's still hard to invest in this tier when he's only getting half the workload, and the Bears have a good run defense. I will fade or have little exposure to Calvin Ridley. That is a risky fade with his target share, but I still need to see it from him and this Falcons offense before I trust in this high of a tier. And I will have some exposure to McLaurin. If they're playing from behind, he should get a lot of volume. And I do believe he's going to be one of the lower owned players in this tier. And in tiers five through eight, that's where we really start looking for ownership leverage. So my core plays are Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, and DK Metcalf. Austin Eckler's playing in a high total game and he's getting targets like a receiver. And DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson are in the same game, a very high total. I love them both. I'm going to have exposure to all three of them. But I really think this is a breakout ceiling performance for DK Metcalf. So DK Metcalf is my tier four play. For tier five, we have quarterbacks again with Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Teddy Bridgewater, Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen. I'm going to fade Bridgewater because I think he by far has the lowest chance of a ceiling game of these quarterbacks. 
And I am fading or having little exposure to Josh Allen. I know, that's very scary. The Washington defense has had a very disappointing start to the season, but Josh Allen consistently struggles against heavy pressure. And that Washington front four can still bring the heat. So Allen and that offensive line will have to make major adjustments for him to find a ceiling game in this matchup. And based on the classic ownership I'm seeing, he'll be one of the highest owned quarterbacks in this tier. So just like Lamar, I'm trying to gain ownership leverage in this tier. So that means my core plays are Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, and Justin Herbert. And I love all four because all four are in high total games and I'm going to have exposure to all of them. But my favorite play is Tom Brady. The Bucks are passing at the highest pass rate over expectation. They literally don't seem to be running when they get near the goal line. So I love another ceiling performance for Brady and Brady is my tier five play. In tier six, we have Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Chris Carson, Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, and Saquon Barkley. I'm gonna keep this easy. I'm fading all the running backs in this tier besides Saquon Barkley. He's the only running back that I think could hit a ceiling here. And since I'm playing Barkley more in classic, I'll just probably have some exposure to him in tiers. So that means my core plays are Adam Thielen and Keenan Allen. Both are in high total games and I'm going to have a lot of exposure to them both. But when you go over to the Run the Sims Rangefinder tool, Adam Thielen has the higher win rate. So Thielen is my tier 6 play. In tier 7 we have Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, and Allen Robinson. There's a lot of players here so we need to make some stands. I will fade both running backs in this tier and I'll also fade Allen Robinson because I'm just not sure what the passing volume will be like in a Justin Fields offense yet. I'll have a little exposure to A.J. Brown, but not much because I just need to see him get right before investing. So my core plays are Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Julio Jones. All are in high total games, but I do like the Bucks receivers the best. When I go over to the Run the Sims rangefinder tool and compare Evans and Godwin, Godwin does have the much higher win rate, so Godwin is my tier 7 play. I will say though that Mike Williams, Mike Evans, and Julio Jones are going to come at a huge ownership discount. So. I'm going to be playing them as a, lot of, a lot as well. And finally, in Tier 8, we have Rob Gronkowski, TJ Hawkinson, Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Cortland Sutton, Tyson Williams, Chase Edmonds, and Robert Woods. Right off the bat, I'm fading the two running backs. I will also have very little exposure to Gronkowski because unless he continues with two touchdown performances, and he could, it will be hard for him to beat the wide receivers. I'll have some exposure to Hawkinson. Yes, he's a tight end too, but he's gained similar targets to Waller and Kelsey. So my core plays are the four wide receivers. And the receivers I like the most are Marquise Brown and Sterling Shepard because I think they are going to be the lowest owned in this tier. And with Sterling Shepard, that's getting extra leverage off the people that are playing a lot of Saquon Barkley. I'll leave tier eight blank, but as you can see, I got a lot of access to the high total games and the Chiefs Chargers, Bucks Rams, and Seahawks Vikings. I'll be making some huge ownership stands on fading or having very little exposure to Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. And I'll be mixing the ownership in tiers five through eight to make sure I'm getting access to some of those low loan plays. So what do you think? Leave me a comment and let me know your core plays, fades, and game stacks for tiers this week. 
Thank you again for joining me for another episode of Tears for Fears. I really hope this helps your tears process. Be sure to check out our sponsors at Run the Sims. They're going to be helping you make your tears and DFS decisions all season long. Before you get out of here, be sure to like this episode and of course, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Now let's go make some money and I'll see you back here next week.